Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Tori Dealing With, where each episode is short, sweet, and the perfect thing to enjoy in the morning, just like your coffee. I am so excited for you to listen to this interview. I've always had a fascination with mediums and those with the ability to communicate with spirits from the other side. Sloan Tate, the author of best-selling book, A Guide to Afterlife Communication, comes onto the podcast and spills literal gems. Sloan's down-to-earth approach to mediumship really helps to make this conversation relatable to everyone. The only thing I wish I could have changed about this interview would have been hiring an audio engineer on my part because the sound of the audio does not do the conversation justice. I'm a one-woman show over here on the podcast. I edit, record, write, and host everything. So sometimes I mess up a little bit, but my only ask for you today is to not allow my imperfections of audio setup stop you from tuning into this incredible work. Now I won't take up any more of your time talking about this. Let's get into this incredible interview with Sloan Tate. Everybody, I don't think I have ever had a guest on quite like this before. I've done over a hundred episodes of the Tory Dealing With podcast. And when I had the opportunity to interview Miss Sloan Tate, I just dug my hands in it like a cat in some catnip. I was like, absolutely. I mean, this woman is a powerhouse. Her story's incredible. She talks about media mentorship. She is the author of the best-selling book, <laughs> A Guide to Afterlife Communication. And uh, I'm just so inspired by her. I can't wait to get into this interview. So Sloan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me here. It's just going to be so fun to get into it. We talked about it a little bit before we got on this episode today. And you know, you have such an incredible backstory. You talk about publicly being raised in a conservative family and feeling like you had a lot of mental health issues growing up, maybe ADD, ADHD, and then eventually leaving Tennessee, going to New York, where you kind of like really got into your mediumship. And now look at you, a best-selling author, helping other women and other people discover their abilities. Like, what does it feel like to be in this place now? Wow. Well, you know, I am in a really great place and I'm also in a place of great challenge because a part of that loop of my story is that I actually ended up returning home. So I moved to New York City, discovered mediumship, and then also lived in Miami for the last like 13 years. Mm -hmm. And um, I felt like I really needed a bigger challenge, a bigger healing experience. And also just was like hugely called. You know, I live a life of listening to the signs and messages, exactly what... I mentor other people in and being guided in your life. And so now I'm in tennis, back in Tennessee, in the conservative state of Tennessee mm-hmm. and um, in the, what we call the Bible Belt. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I met a man, amazing man, and I'm, I'm pregnant with my first child. So obviously wow. I was called and correct. And so there's been a lot of challenges with that, but then also being in this environment where I'm not in city anymore. Right. It's so fulfilling too, because one, I live in Memphis, Tennessee, which is rated often as the number one, like most dangerous city in America right now. I feel really passionate and emotional about that because yes, I'm a medium and I connect people to their lost loved ones, but there's so much mental health that goes into that and discovering the anatomy of the spirit of a human. And so Mm. I don't know why I'm here and how I can help, but I do know that I'm here for a reason and it feels Mm. really good to be home in this space, knowing what I've known from the travels and experience and, and really 
really authentically owning who I am and knowing I am successful in what I do. Mm-hmm. And, and also thank God for the internet. All my programs are online. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there are things that I've been doing in the community and it's, it's so much more meaningful and it's also a lot more triggering for me, but mm-hmm. I always feel like where the trigger is, is where the light comes in and I'm a mm-hmm. way, I'm just, I'm fascinated to see how much I've changed from making that choice to come to Tennessee. Oh, and also in the process of this, I got on a reality TV show. Yes, I was going to ask about that. (laughs) Like, it's been a journey. (laughs) And a lot of like, yes, you are in the right direction, especially going on the reality TV show where these were like ranchers, farmers that were like very small town Christian men that, you know, what I notice is the fear of other. And I also get to be present and... you know, value their opinions, their experiences, instead of being that city girl that's like, you guys are so slow here, you know? 100%. 100%. You have the ability now to, like, be the tie between both worlds because, absolutely, there is definitely the opinions of the people from the city who feel about the people from the country, vice versa, country versus city. It's just the way it is. Before we dive too, too deep into that, like for anybody who doesn't know what mediumship is, would you mind just giving us like a mediumship for dummies <laughs> response? Not that anyone's a dummy. I love, like, I love all my listeners. <laughs> of, course, of course. And I feel like a lot of this doesn't matter until you really experience a death. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, I have so many unanswered questions. Like, where did my loved one go? Like, this is bizarre, right? And um, so it's the communication of the afterlife. It's it's the belief that we live after we die. Like, the, mm-hmm. the death isn't real. And yes, it's very real in the physical sense, but our spirits, the existence of truly who we are lives on after we pass and that we can communicate with them and um and and in many ways I feel that I'm in the exploration of proving that God exists in a way mm. like you know that's through really this heavy. yeah like through this yeah. like because when someone passes now you have this closer relationship to God because now you have access of this person that you knew their personalities, you knew the way they smell, you knew like what they looked like and you have memories with them that brings all these like symbols and messages, but now they're it like slipped into this place in time where there's no time, there's no mm-hmm. place and they are able to access you, help you from a much higher and like more profound place. But we don't really think about that until like right. death really shows up for us. So in a nutshell, yes, I communicate to the afterlife. It's amazing. First of all, we don't have to get into all the judgments that people can have around it because with everything, there's judgment with any belief system. Some people believe in this organized religion. Others have judgments about it. Some people believe in mediumship. Others have judgment about it. So across the board, nobody, not everybody's going to believe everything. But what I will say is I had this one experience when I did ayahuasca Mm -hmm. and I saw my grandfather come into the frame. It was like, I'm not sure if you've ever done ayahuasca before, but the veil drops, (laughs) the veil drops. And I was not expecting to see him. I didn't go there to talk to him. Like was so grateful when I saw him, but he literally stood there and blew me a kiss. And I was like, and he just was so, it was just like so far in the distance, just like blew me a kiss from the other side. And I just was like, Oh my God, 
this is the first time I feel like I'm really experiencing connecting with the other side. And I think it's just so interesting because it took me ayahuasca to get to that point, right? And for you, you had to go through your journey of growing up in Tennessee and then leaving and then connecting with your great-grandmother, was it? Well, my great-grandmother passed mm-hmm. in, right when I graduated college, and I was very close to her. I'm a grandma girl. And uh, then my brother committed suicide about, or like maybe a year after that. So I was just like literally bedridden with anxiety, depression, untaking care of grief, you know, like comes with it. So, and I was young. I just graduated college. Like I had no idea. I was like, what is life? What am I going to do now? And I had moved to New York City kind of, I guess, trying to make sense of it, make sense of it all. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I also get it. Like we fear what we don't know, but we also fear growth and a lot of, you know, don't come to a medium reading thinking that you're not going to be uncomfortable or like talk about things that are like, oh God, like triggery, you know, because the spirit realm is always, there's no ego there. You know, Mm -hmm. once your loved ones pass, they're like been sponged of all their, their guilts, their shames, their traumas, their Mm -hmm. sludge that they carried around here on earth. And especially Mm -hmm. if you didn't have a good relationship with them on earth, they're absolutely going to want to come eat pork because now they're free from all these barriers. And they're like, you know, like, I want to let you know, like, I really love you. And I also think it's a superpower because when we are able to access it, right? Like, we're able to tap into these. And some of us, yes, we wait till death. And some of us, like me, like I was diagnosed with a slew of things um, as a kid. And and then all of a sudden when all this death happened and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, like I'm really good at this like meditation mm-hmm. thing and the mediumship thing. And like it kind of it just was accidental for me. Um, but now I'm a mentor and I run what's called the spiritual development circle. And I love it because it's women that are coming in and they're just like starting to use their extra sensory in the boardroom and like like as a mom. And I'm like, yes, like, and how beautiful it is, is that we don't have to be limited by like the earthly realm. Like you have these senses, you're an animal. Like you absolutely like you have this knowing that's so deep with inside of you. So why not like study it and like understand it, know what your strengths are. Like everyone's different in that aspect. And it doesn't always have to be communicating with the afterlife, even though that strengthens the intuition for like now when you're signing a business deal. You've said so many gems in in here and I just can't begin to pick which one I want to start to dive into, but what you just said kind of made me trail into using your ancestors and accessing people that have passed as a way to help you in your present, which I find so powerful and so interesting. And then I also, it what makes me wonder, do you have to set a fine line of also not connecting and not opening yourself up to maybe ancestors who didn't have your best interests or who didn't believe in the things you believe in? Does that ever come up? If you're listening to this and you're familiar with manifesting, it works very similar. You kind of like, you can't be chasing after it. A lot of mediums won't read someone that just recently passed away because it's not that the spirit's not there. It's the person that's desperately trying to hang on for, you know, messages. And that's not where we want to (laughs) be. We want to be in this place of surrender and, 
you know, that's where the spirit realm will totally be giving you messages. And I actually say in my groups, what you resist persists, but why don't we use it in a way like for me, if I get a message, I'll be like, nah, I don't know. That, you know, I'll resist it on purpose. So it just gets stronger and stronger. So the signs get really, really loud, which you can follow my Instagram and I post a lot of them there. And that's more where we need to draw boundaries with spirit. It's within ourself. And then also, if you're scared of calling in like darker energies and things like that, people are, have this big fear of like opening a Pandora's box. And what I recognize is that it's like it will match the energy of what you're giving out. So if you're starting to see malevolent spirits, what do we say the word is, or the dark spirits, it's that it's like, ooh, you may be projecting some darkness onto external entity, but that mm. entity is really you. <laughs> and mm. it's running from this like fear of this other. Maybe it's time to what if we just reflected that back inward? And start mm. to do some inner work where maybe some shadow work's coming up in your in your own self that you may be a little bit hesitant to be looking at. That makes so much sense. And I, I think it just makes me question, and I think we probably all feel this way, how we even begin to understand the fucking universe, dude. Like... The fact that we can have emotions and, and, and manifest from either places of, of grief and low energy emotions or positivity and joy and high energy emotions, it's just wild to think that we have that much influence on the universe around us, like truly as an active participant. And so it, it like brings me to another question. Like, so you have the ability to connect with people who have passed. And then also like, aside from that, what are your other beliefs about connecting and living with like being alive, being in this space, being in this realm. How do you even begin to process it? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I you love your grandfather. So let's just keep his grandfather energy alive. Cause I, my, my story is kind of crazy, especially when I came back to Tennessee, but short story, the guy that I'm having a baby with, I was introduced to by my great grandfather's best friend who is now deceased. And he, this businessman that claimed all of a sudden that he was like, he called me up and he was like, I can't explain it. My, your great grandfather's coming through. And when, and he, I, he, and I feel that he wants me to introduce you to this man. Drew, I haven't spoken to this man. He just called me up out of the blue. And I'm telling you, he is not someone that's like spiritual. None of that. Like, I mean, you know, he may be spiritual on his own personal side, but I've never seen that expression of him. He's very much, yeah. you know, holds himself well in society. So I was, I was shocked, but also not shocked because this is what I do. And I'm also just, I get really excited about those things. So, mm -hmm. and for the last couple of years, I mean, I was like eye rolling, getting readings from people that were saying like, your great grandparents are going to have a hand in like you meeting your person. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, like, yeah. okay. Like resistance, yeah. right? Like I need a little more than that. And then all of a sudden I got the phone call of his best friend that wanted to introduce me to someone. And he, but the reason why I'm bringing this up is because he said to me while he was there, and he was like channeling my great-grandfather, and he said, your great-grandfather used to tell me all the time, the older I get, the less I know. <laughs> I don't know. That's just kind of stuck with me since being here in Memphis is that I really don't know, you know? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. like, especially being in the health and wellness industry for so long and, you know, bouncing around from, you know, the major cities and hanging out with these, like, 
you know, big names that I thought were such a big deal to be in a part of their like lush group, you know, and that like mm-hmm. they've got it figured out. And I have to say moving home has made me realize that I don't have it figured out. And there's mm-hmm. like a million different ways to do this thing called life. And mm-hmm. You know, even like I was like vegan. I went one time. I ate super clean and healthy. And like now I'm in the South and I'm pregnant and I'm just yeah, like. Yeah, right. Your life I'm, is just. I love biscuits and gravy. Like, I don't yeah. know what's happened to me. And I think that maybe that's the beauty of life is just to have experiences. And especially in the mediumship realm, it really helps you connect deeper to different spirits mm-hmm. because you can only connect from your own experiences. So, and I think that that's so important because like what you're basically saying is to anybody out there listening, who's living the same type of life now for like maybe 20 plus 40 plus years, whatever it may be, like finding a new path, isn't a bad thing. Walking in the unknown, isn't a bad thing. Starting over and having an Uh, an an identity that you would have never thought to adopt isn't a bad thing. It's you fully and honestly, authentically experiencing life, which is what we're here for, which is cool. So I love that you don't know. And I love that you, because who the fuck does, right? Let's be real. But like that you're feeding it as you go and it's feeding you back and you're kind of just following the breadcrumbs. Would you say that that has a, is a lot to pretty much like a lot of what you teach the people that you work with. Cause you've worked with over like a thousand people now, right? Yeah. I've worked with a lot of people. I mean, I've been doing this for a while, but, and there's been very many different moons and phases of myself and, you know, and also I didn't have a lot of success until I really just was like, what if I just let this part of me run? Like, what if mm. I just let her ride? And yeah, instead of like, once I got scared, I'd go get a job, you know, like, no, just ride it out. Like, just ride her. Like, they're like that. Universe, like the mother nature wants to take care of you. And like, once I realized that is just like so much freedom and like, Oh, I can be whoever I want to be. And, mm. um, and I think that's true for anyone listening to this. It's like not being scared to recreate yourself or to just mm. even like, cause like that's where misery is created is in the attachment, you know? And like, yeah. I know we talk about a, like, especially like being in the spiritual communities, which I've worked and studied under a lot of people. It's like, you meet people that are like, Oh, I'm so non attached, you know? live in the woods but it's like even you living in the woods can become an attachment (laughs) yeah yeah for sure for sure you just don't know so it's like like and none of it's wrong and I think that moment when you notice yourself making it wrong Mm. that's when you're like oh It's just so, it's so interesting, you know, and I think that there's a lot of fluidity that comes with adopting a lifestyle of of being authentic because it changes so often, especially when you're really connected. Like, you know, speaking from personal experience, I started working in clubs and then after I worked in clubs, I was on a TV show, still am for the last 10 years, been writing kids books. Now I'm writing a poetry book. Like I'm at a point in my life where I'm doing, like you said, I'm letting her ride. I thought about, do I need a fucking job, like a legitimate job, you know what? No. So let me just let this, let me let this girl ride out. Let me see where she wants to go and have fun with this ride. Worst case scenario, I'm sleeping back at my mom's and that's cool. Like 
fine, you know, like we'll figure it out. So I think that there's just so much. This is something I, I didn't think I was going to get out of this, this conversation with you, which I'm just so enjoying because anybody can relate to this. And ultimately, whether or not that people feel like they have this ability to connect intuitively to the universe, which, you know, we hope that they can, this conversation can still bleed and affect everybody around who listens because how is this not relatable to anybody? Like our lives change so much. It's about learning how to listen to that nudge. And that yeah. and trusting it. And like when I was being called to move back to Tennessee and I was living in Miami, my friends were like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> like that's hilarious. And I was like, no, I'm I'm really getting this call. And when I sold my conduct, they were like, Oh my God, you're really considering this. And it's been the most beautiful, stretchy, uncomfortable thing, but just listening, listening to the ride, you know, listening to where I, this girl wants to ride in the next direction. What, yeah. excites me, what, like, what do I fear? What challenges me? Like, mm. you know, what like gets me going? And I think we can all relate to that is being able to do that and not feeling stuck, no matter if you have children or, you know, your financial situation is hard right now. Like things are always in flow and they're always changing. And I think about, I guess this is a good place to leave it too, is that mother nature will always take care of you. And that's what I started to recognize within, it's always changing. Like if you Mm -hmm. sit down in nature, nature can teach you so much. Like nature's always changing. And yet it's always like fed. It's always watered. It's not like judging the plant next to it. It's like, it's just, it's growing and it's, this beautiful harmony and like meaning that's always being created. And so, you know, there's just, there's so much out there. And I really believe when we are vibrating at higher levels and frequencies, this is some medium stuff that I'm talking about. It's like, that's where you start to listen to the universe. And and, and it's so simple. It's just Mm. doing what you want to do like letting her ride and like letting her that will raise that frequency so high where Mm. the the, you know the clients will come the inspiration will be there the money will just flood to you where like people are like I just want to invest in you I want to give you my money like (laughs) I want to be a part of what you're doing and yeah and I think that just for me as a medium, my personal experience, I feel really good feeling backed by my ancestors and knowing that like, I feel as if I'm walking, running with her, right? Not walking, we're running. (laughs) Running with her is just like extra protection. We do have to just open ourselves up to kind of the unknown and let it happen and, and just do whatever the fuck we want. And it brought me to this. So I'm putting out a poetry book very soon. And my friend is illustrating it with me and midway through, she's like, we're working on a chapter called Ascension. And so we're talking, I, you know, I've written poetry and works about, you know, karma, about astral projection, about dreams. She was like, why don't you do a past life regression and, you know, see what comes up poetically. And I was like, weird, but I like it, you know, for fucking sure. Let me see what comes out. And dude, it hit me so fast. It was crazy. But this is also now the last chapter of the book, I'm in the flow state. I've been so in the flow state that I'm open. I'm so open up to this project that it, I, when I walk into the room to do it, it's, it's falling out of me at this point. And I write this incredible piece about a past life regression that I'm, that I must've had. And I just, it, it never clicked with me because it was such a weird story. 
about a woman who lost her husband at war. But then I was talking to my friend and she was like, so we were talking, this is totally separate conversation. We were talking about dreams we have. I was like, yeah, you know, I always have these reoccurring dreams of like me running from like helicopters that are dropping bombs or planes that are dropping bombs. And then it was just like, boom. I was like, wait a minute. Am- did I connect two things right here without even, I think it's just wild. Our minds, we want to know what it is. We want to feel comfortable, but we don't know where we were before this. We don't know what we were. We don't know what we're doing after. Like even somebody like you who has so much connection to the other side, you're still saying, I don't know, hands up in the air, but I'm here for the ride. And I think that that's kind of what it is. Like we just have to be open to it. And then it just flows into our lives. Yeah. And it's so good. And like, also, wow. That's (laughs) so amazing. I want to read this. Yeah. I'll send you a book. I'll send you a book. That sounds so incredible. Thank you. I have total goosebumps on that. I think that's so magical. And I think it is. It's all about the play. And I think that's the beautiful thing, too, is that, like, the world wants to play with The universe wants to play with you. I love that. This is what my book's all about. A Guide to Afterlife Communication is, like, hey, let's take this grief that's been, like, put on you. And let's put it into a place of, like... Now you have access to this, which it is a superpower that you have this loved one that loves you and is rooting for you in this other like spirit realm. Great. That's amazing, right? Yeah. And now also like, let's play, like let's have fun and let's trust it. And I think, um, because when we we strangle it, it's like, Yeah. Right? Like it'll die. And I think we all do that as humans, but like learning how to play and, you know, access your past life to write poetry, like those are things that like like, of course. Like how genius, you know? Like, of course. And I think that's a beautiful thing too, because I don't know if we do that enough. Especially when we have a worry. It's like have we asked spirit, like a, a spirit God? Have we asked God? Have we asked our past selves? Like, yeah. what would they say? I want to get into your offerings a little bit. People can sign up and work with you. Is it in on an individual basis? Yeah. So I do one-on-ones for specific clients that are looking to kind of customize their experience with their own, pro- so we can create an intuitive roadmap map together and understand your your personal good strengths is it you know do you see visuals are you a good hearer um are you do you have that gut feeling is that what you're leading with and then we can also strengthen the things that aren't so great mm-hmm. um but then also i have the spiritual development circle which is a group of women who i love because medium circles have been happening since <laughs> humans have existed and a lot of times they've been like secret like there's a lot of people that have been in medium circles that um have created really profound things on this earth and um and so I have one for myself the spiritual development circle and it's a group of women it's everything from women that are looking to be mediums that are mediums that are not mediums and they work, um, you know, executive positions, lawyers, doctors, like those kind of things. Um, people that want to be heart led in their life and feel that connection with the spirit realm as they maneuver and make decisions in their life. And so beautiful. it's a, it's a really beautiful 
I keep it very small and intimate and we it's really the most special environment to be. So sounds um, amazing. Is all of this accessible on your website? Yes, it is. Perfect. And also my Instagram I is a great place to connect with me, ask me questions if something comes up for you or you're listening to this and you have like some your own personal story that is brought up by this. I I'm totally hands-on. I love talking to people about it, especially if you're starting in this journey or um, if you've been in it for a while, like I love, I love hearing it. And I am your biggest cheerleader. I want to come to a circle. So just know that I'm coming. I have to, I have to. And then also obviously your book, a guide to afterlife communication is available on all platforms on online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Perfect. So if you guys are interested in diving deeper into Sloan's work, I mean, listen, she's obviously incredible. This conversation has given me chills the entire way through and you guys can follow up with Sloan on social media or the website. I'll drop everything in the show notes below, but Sloan, thank you so, so much for coming on. Is there anything you want to leave the listeners with before, before we sign off? You guys are amazing. You listeners are amazing. Thank you, Tori, for having me here. It's just so special. And I think Anytime we're talking about this kind of stuff and there's people that actually stop what they're doing and slow down and listen, like that's a special person. And so I guess this is something I'm just feeling is like we can all give ourselves a pat on the back and just say like we're we're doing it. Like we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Let her ride. Let, Let her letter the Tennessee girl had spoken well thank you so much Sloan I look forward to connecting with you in the future it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you thank you thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode it means the world to me as always I'll have all of Sloan's links in the show notes below as well as my Facebook group and everything else also reminder there's a mindful Monday tonight so if you're interested in hanging out on zoom doing some breath work meditation connecting with your spiritual side please come hang out you can sign up in the show notes below and most importantly remember no matter what happens today it's beautiful to be alive talk soon